And hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's Zach and Alex back with you. It's episode 99 of the podcast. The NASCAR season is over, however, Formula One was at Brazil. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And then Alex and I are going to talk about some end-of-season awards. Is that what we're going to call them? Yeah, we'll call them that. The GRPs? You know... GRP Awards. The GRP the Racing Awards. Podcast Awards. Yes. Or the... The trophy is a cup of tea. Yes, exactly. It's a golden cup of tea. Like a rainbow golden cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. With, gl- with Wendy sparkles? Williams wishes. Sparkles? Yes. Well, okay. sparkles, of course. Yeah, of course. Um... But yeah, so... And we got we got some pretty good, pretty good awards to talk about. It's gonna kind of recap the season... And then, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, get into it. Um, hi, Alex. How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing great, Zach. Has it? How are you doing? It's it's cold. Has it gotten cold up in Casey yet? Oh. Girl, it's supposed to snow overnight. Best. I'm not. I'm not ready for. No, that. here's the thing. Apparently, it's supposed to ice tomorrow morning. Ice is nice. Oh. Ice is nice. Because that means I don't have to go to work. Mm. If it gets really icy. Or at least a two I'll take a two hour delay. A My two class hour... tomorrow already got moved to Zoom, so oh. I'm happy about that. Two hour delay slay. Uh, I'm it's oh over oh, that that'd be nice. But like it's already so cold. Yeah. But before we get started, we'll talk about F one at Brazil. Uh we mentioned the last week that Twitter's been a little weird, a little iffy. But I do want to say, like, we never say this, but if you want to stay up to date on the pod, just in case Twitter dies, um, turn on your notifications on your podcast apps and subscribe, whatever you do yeah. on those. Um, like on Spotify. Just make sure you don't miss an episode. Like on Spotify, I'm pretty sure you just go to our page and click follow, right? I yeah. believe so. Yeah, it's that easy. Yeah, I'm following it. And, like, every anytime yeah. we get a new episode um, or... Every time we post a new episode, it's on like my front page or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, do that. Um, so Formula One at Brazil. Um, it's their penultimate race of the year, I believe. They finish in, at Abu Dhabi. It's not this week, is it? It's like in a few weeks, I think. It is this week. It is. Yeah. They're ending so much earlier this year. What in the world? Cause I know. Remember, they had like two races in December last year. I mean, good. They don't need to run till December. That's a little ridiculous. But they really had a jam-packed yeah. year then. Their year was crazy. But yeah, their finale is November 20th. Weird. Ew. Uh, well, raise your hand if you're waking up for that. My hand's not raised. Um, Because it's like at 5 a.m., bestie. I don't know. It's at 7 a.m. Central. Okay. So 8 a.m. Eastern. They used to be at but... 5 a.m. Back in my day, when I was... In college, it was at 5 a.m. So Back in your day. That was, like, last year. Dude, that was before the pandemic. So watch your mouth. (laughs) 2019. You were in college last year. No, back in... Shut up. I'm going to hit you. 2019, bestie. Before the... That's what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Because I had to catch a ride back. Don't worry about me. Mind your business. Anyways. So... Mm. Um, we mm-hmm. have to celebrate George Russell, of course. He gets his first career win. Mercedes only win of the year so far. Um, 
big win for him. He defended against Lewis Hamilton, his teammate. Um, that I mean, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for the whole team, for George personally. Um, it's just a good day for Mercedes. Obviously not the year that they were expecting after being on top of the world for so long. But this is very good. Um, if you're going to have moments in the season, having it at the end of the season is exactly what you want. Um, because this is sure. something that they can look at to start next year with. So, um, yeah, I didn't, so I didn't watch all of the race. Um, but the Mercedes, they had fast cars, right? Like they, yeah. Mer- yeah. Mercedes was really the fast of the field, uh, in Brazil. And I feel like that was a lot in part because Verstappen didn't really start out front. And then he collided with Lewis. We'll talk about that. Yeah, Mercedes, they just had really good cars. I'm not sure what they changed. Maybe that was in the news and we missed it. So I haven't been following F1 too closely since the championship already got decided. Um, yeah, love this for Mercedes. And Toto Wolf wasn't there, so George was on FaceTime with Toto after. That was cute, I thought. Um, yeah, I'm really happy for George because if you remember at Bahrain uh, in 2020, uh, he filled in for Lewis, who had COVID at the time and dominated that race. And just lost it at the end so this has been i think it's well deserved ago that's crazy i mean it's been a long time coming i mean george has had this kind of speed for a long time so very important that he gets this win holding off lewis which was very like you know very charged emotionally charged for a lot of fans because lewis has had a rough year he's very popular and not popular at the same time um brazil's a very special track for lewis and we thought that yesterday could have been, you know, he finally gets back in victory lane, but nope, George. And that's just, you know, Lewis was very positive on the radio, very positive after the race, but you just gotta, it's gotta hurt a little bit. It's gotta hurt a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you never want to see your teammate win when you're trying to break a winless streak. It's but. gotta hurt even more when I think Lewis had an equal car to George until. Max Verstappen got into him. It was, I forget what lap. It was fairly early in the race. It was very Uh, early in the race. Like, why would you make a move like this? So Verstappen pretty much had no intention of making a corner. We've seen that before. And got under Lewis and just ran into him. Lewis, thankfully, didn't have as much damage, but it definitely impacted his speed. He didn't have the same speed as Russell. Um, Max got the worst of it, and the FIA actually gave Verstappen a five-second penalty for this. Um, and Sky Sports and a lot of people on Twitter were saying that this is just a racing incident. And I just don't see it that way. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I really thought this was just reckless driving by Verstappen because Lewis doesn't... I feel like Lewis doesn't have to move out of the way to... Let him die bomb for our crowned champion. Like, is that what he's supposed to do? Like, what? What? Like, like, what is the point? Like, I, from what I saw, Lewis was like, there was room there because Max was coming full force and he was trying not to get hit, but like, he wasn't going to give him all the room in the world to just let him fly by either. So, I don't know. I don't see how this is just a racing incident. I feel. In NASCAR, yeah, this would be a racing incident. In Formula One, this is just really over-aggressive. And Max admitted after the race that he intended on 
doing this. He intended yeah. on doing this. So it's I don't... like, yeah, I'm like oh, watching man. the replay. There's no, there's no way. I mean, Lewis did. I mean, Lewis could have gave him more room, but also it's early in the race. You're not really fighting for anything, anyways. What? That's my yeah. thing is park him for a week because obviously you don't care. That's something you don't do when you're actually racing for a result. Like, you obviously don't care. Park him for a week since he's kind of mentally done. Like, I'm half joking. It's just like that's stupid. That's that doesn't need to happen. Very stupid. Um, he's done this so many times now, and it's he like you're he's the, the only one on champion. Track. Yeah. He thinks he's he the only one on the track. It's ridiculous. And with the story we're talking about in a bit, it's like, I think it just solidifies it, honestly. Um, but Lewis said after the race about the incident, is that, what can I say? You know how it is with Max. Yep. That's what he said. This is typical. And I don't think he's wrong. I'm sorry. He's, he he's a little bit of an a-hole. He doesn't drive like a champion. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't like him. Mm -hmm. I don't like him. He doesn't drive with respect at all. He won a champion. I mean... Right. The way he won... Oh, never mind. Let me stop. But... <laughs> I was yeah. about to go in on him. I, There's just no... There's no sense. And the thing that happened with Perez, too. There's just... What are you doing? Are right. you... What are you... Are you here to just be Max Verstappen and to, like, be the only person on the racetrack? Because you can buy F1 2022 and do time trials if you want. You know? Like, Let's if talk that's what about what happened... Let's talk about what happened with him and Perez. Um, at the end of the race, Verstappen passed Perez because he was flying through the field after that damage that he got with Lewis. And he passed Perez, who was trying to get second in the point standings over Charles Leclerc. And Charles got spun in this race, by the way, and recovered. Uh, very un-Ferrari-like, if you ask me. Um, but Perez, a... Red Bull wants to get a 1-2 in the champ the Drivers' Championship. Right, who doesn't? Rightfully so. Yeah. Duh. And <laughs> Verstappen, they asked him, I believe it was Horner or some other engineer, they asked him, hey, can you let Perez buy? We want to get those points for second. And by the way, just so everyone is aware, Perez and Leclerc are tied in the championship going into Abu Dhabi. So that's after Brazil. So, Verstappen does not do that. He continues to go, and I know a lot of people don't like team orders, you know. But Perez has probably been the dream teammate for exactly. Max Verstappen. That's this is the that's the and main point, honestly. That this is the first time I would say Verstappen could have paid back Sergio Perez, and he doesn't do it. Perez just wants a crumb, a crumb. He Anything. just wants one thing on his plate. Like, something. He has helped you win the, two, both championships. He helped him win that championship last year, too, remember? At Abu Dhabi. Perez made a quote following that. Perez made a quote saying, It shows who he really is. If Max has two championships, it's thanks to me. True. Period! That's nothing more true. He just spit. We don't have the tea today because that is the tea. Sergio Perez delivered all of the tea that we need. Slay of the week because Sergio Perez, that was hot for him to say that. That was hot. I mean, that's, that, yes. Yes, sir. Coincide with that. I'll give flop of the week to Max Verstappen. Idiot. But. Clown. But he's right. 
He's so and right. ESPN, ESPN F1 on their Twitter account, they put out a list of eight times. I don't have that in front of me. <laughs> I got look. Eight times <laughs> in 2021 that Perez helped Max Verstappen in 2021. And if you recall last year, the championship, they were tied going to the finale. Lewis and Max were. And <laughs> those eight times, that adds up. It adds up. Oh, yeah. You have that list, Zach? Yeah, so it's Monaco. He overcuts Hamilton to sixth place. Max wins. Baku doesn't allow Hamilton to pass them all race. France. So I can't read that. Um, <laughs> been a long day. Took fastest lap at Silverstone. Um, defends and leaves Hamilton in fifth. At Turkey, Austin. But, like, yeah. Eight different races. Like, yeah, he has been your dream teammate. He's the reason you have at least a championship. Um, like, so I would just let him get second and or help him get second in driver's points, considering that your car is already damaged. You already showed that you don't care about racing today, and um, you already have the championship, dude. I don't like. What can you chill? There's nothing to lose. I don't he, get it. Like, what? Did he even finish that high up on the grid after he passed Perez? I think he finished fifth, fourth, or sixth, something like that. Somewhere in the middle of the top ten. He finished just right in front of Sergio Perez, so you gained literally nothing from that. Just let Perez beat you at that point. Like, like he should have pulled over on the last lap. If he thought he was going to try to get, like, Alonzo or something. Which, like, and again, it's like, oh, I don't like team orders. Okay, well, half, yeah, NASCAR's over, buddy. Sorry. Um, We have team orders over here. That's just a thing. If well, I pay. NASCAR has team orders, too. Well, yeah. NASCAR has plenty of team orders, too. We saw that plenty If of I pay good playoffs. money for all these cars, I want both my cars to help each other. I'm sorry. That's how exactly. it is. So, y'all, open your own race team. Wear cape. Be super mad. I don't care. Um. Don't know the money differences for second and third in points, but I imagine it's, it's quite huge. a few million. Yeah. And Red Bull, they could use that to help Max defend his title. Yeah. Because like, I, because I'm, I assume this could a portion him in a way still. I don't know if it only goes to the driver. I assume a portion of it goes back to the team. It must. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I feel like I'm pretty sure it's in their contract. So, yeah. Um. Whatever. That's just Max. He's not a. T- I don't know why Red Bull love him so much. I know why they love him so much, but he's just not a team player. It's obvious. He's well, not respectful. It gets worse. It does get worse because Max told the team on after the on the final corner there is that Max told the team to never tell him to do that again and that he already told them that he would never do team orders like that. Yeah, so someone else. who are you talking to right now? Red Bull's the only reason that i even know your name so i would watch it park him next week that that's i want to own a race team so bad for a driver to talk to me like that just so i can park them you're insane to talk to anybody at your team like that when they are they you alone did not win this championship they gave you race cars to win both your championships that's actually disgusting and I can't believe I'm about to defend Christian Horner. But Christian Horner has put himself through the ringer in the front of the media, in front of all the different teams, 
honestly looking like a clown sometimes. Definitely. And then he goes on to drive to survive. He does all these things to make Verstappen look good. And then Verstappen turns around and just slaps him in the face, basically, and just says, I don't care. I Like, this makes Christian Horner look like a fool, honestly, because who's running Red Bull Racing? It's This makes me think it's Max Verstappen. It's not Christian Horner. It's it, not... Max Marco, Verstappen's it's, certainly it's talking totally Verstappen. like he is, which is, like, insane. I, like, you just don't talk to your team like that. Yeah. Like, this is so... so it's so disrespectful. People, like, Red Bull have put their whole last, what, nearly ten years, eight years into Verstappen yeah. now? Broke rules to spend enough money? Like, 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 dude, yeah. like... Dude, that's... And you know what? And I, I mean, I talked about this with Lewis earlier. Lewis was, like, so happy for the team today, guys. Like, we earned it. A huge day for the team. He realized how tough the year's been for Mercedes. A 1-2, yep. you know, near the end of the year is a huge deal. That's what makes a champion. And I'm just interested to see what happens. Something's got to happen with Max and Red Bull. Some, at some point, there's going to be some kind of issue. There's going to be some kind of drama. And... These attitudes are going to collide, and I don't know. How long do you listen to him? I guess I he's a great race car driver, but I don't I know. feel like they'll probably tolerate it and just continue winning races and stuff because he brings in money, but at, one, at what point, you're right, do they be like, okay, you are being ridiculous Don't talk to, to me like this. Like, I like, do not talk like to they, like that. He, like, Verstappen can do all he wants to Lewis Hamilton. He can talk trash to the media. They don't care because they're still successful. But when is there a line here when it's like, oh, now you're going after your own team. You're not helping Perez. You're talking down to the team on the radio. You're not looking for what's best in the team. Yeah. When is that line crossed? I don't know. It's not... That's not look good. That's disgusting. It's it's just it silly. Is. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Besides that, yesterday there was also some um. I there's been some tension at Alpine lately. I think I believe. And well, like yeah, yeah. I saw that thing with like what Ocon was like told being told to not fight Fernando, and there was just a bunch of drama with it on the radio. I found that. And kind I think Alonso said that there's only there's only one or two more races left i'll get through it or something so alonzo wasn't happy being there he wants to get out and he is leaving yeah isn't he going to um there's drama is he going to aston martin i think so i think he's replacing vettel right it's crazy which like he's gonna be teammates with stroll so is that gonna be much better for him no esteban ocon's great whatever yeah bye and by the way if if there's drama with ocon and i've heard that there's drama between Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon. That's going to be fun next year. Oh my gosh. I think there is. Yeah. Or, I, I haven't heard... I, haven't, I don't know much about it, but I they like cropped each other out of the same photo before. They like don't like each other. It's, it's very funny to me, and they're going to be teammates. Doing media so. together? Oh, they got to figure that out. I'm just saying, yeah. George and Lewis look like they have a good relationship. I'm just saying. They do. Lewis is just a really good. We should rank people. We should rank um team F one team pairings or even NASCAR too based on like 
how likely they are to like like just how healthy their relationships are from our perspective mm. you know IndyCar's Andretti Autosport for 2022 is F, last. F, last. <laughs> Team Penske yeah. IndyCar, A. Easy. They go a to plus. dinner together. Like, yeah, A+. Plus. Like, they they, ha- they have a show together. Bus Bros. Like, I mean, come on. Uh, like, what? Joe Gibbs Racing 2022, F. <laughs> Wait. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot going on. There's here. a lot going on at GGR, though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's um, Hendrick. Ooh. Oh, there's drama. We'll there's talk about drama. that. There is drama. Oh my gosh, that is later. All right. Um. So before we go on to the Gay Racing Podcast Awards, we will take an ad break. So we will see you guys on the other side. And now, it is time for the one and the only, the 2022 Gay Racing Podcast Awards. With your host, Zach. Hi. And Alex. Hello. So, (laughs) don't worry, there's more. Um, (laughs) God, why do I do this to myself? And I wonder why I have no energy. So... We have eight categories. Um, and there's one category that you guys are going to answer. I know. That's what I was looking at. I was like, what the, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I just added it. So, okay. Late addition to the show. <laughs> um, hopefully I don't Steve Harvey this. Um, anyways, oh, so man. we have eight categories. We're going to go through four of them, take a break, and then go through four of them. We're going to read off all the nominees, and then me and Alex are going to pick one, okay? So, our first category will be biggest surprise. And by the way, this applies to all of the major motorsports series that we follow, mostly, you know, NASCAR, IndyCar, F1, a little bit of, like, IMSA. So, um, the biggest surprise of the year, um, which is kind of, well, actually, no, that's self-explanatory, the thing that surprised us the most. The nominees are... Trackhouse Racing, Scott McLaughlin, Kyle Busch moving to RCR, Lewis Hamilton's fall off. Those are our nominees. So, Alex, I'm going to let you pick first. We'll take turns. So I'm going to let you pick first, and then I'll pick first the next one, okay? So you go ahead, pick first. Right. So this one, I was torn between two of them, but I got to give the biggest surprise award to Kyle Busch going to RCR. I don't think I don't think anyone anyone saw that coming. Yeah, I have to Not agree with you on that one. I don't. I mean, all right. honorable mention to Trackhouse Racing just for all the surprises with that team making it to the final four, almost winning the championship. That's a big deal. Um, yeah. Even in my you know, honorable Scott... mention, I think you were just about to say it. My honorable yeah. mention was Scott McLaughlin because a year ago he was running like thirteenth every race yeah and then this year he kicked it off with the win and he won tons of races with joseph um he was right there with the other two pinsky guys so that was a big surprise um lewis i mean that is a surprise but i feel like he's getting up there in age now people have been wondering if he's going to retire it's going to happen at some point 
so I'm not that yeah. surprised, but I think the new yeah. car, the new car was definitely some growing pains for him and the team. So yeah, I'm um, a little bit of a catalyst with that. All right, so next will be yeah, congr- congratulations, Kyle Bush, on your reward. You got another trophy this yeah. year. Yeah, yes, two now. Yay! Uh, our trophy. Did I already say it on the pod? It's a cup of tea, rainbow sparkles. Yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. So, race of the year, which is our you know the race that we thought was the best in the entire season of all of the series that we were keeping up with. So the nominees are Iowa IndyCar one, Texas IndyCar. (laughs) Is that it's IndyCar. (laughs) The Coca-Cola 600. NASCAR at Kansas 1. Homestead. NASCAR at Homestead. Emza WeatherTech at Petit Le Mans. So those are the nominees. The other Texas races didn't make it on? Mm, That's sad. I know. They were snubbed, right? They got snubbed. Lord have mercy. Can't believe we're doing this at Texas. Why did they get snubbed? Or Martinsville? Oh my god. Oh. Gosh. Or that... Nashville at IndyCar. Oh my gosh. Lord. Anyways, um IndyCar so, Nashville. Said that wrong. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, I'm picking first. Yes, you are. You know, I think I have to go. This is a hard one. I'm gonna give it few of these, two of these have really special kind of feelings for me mm-hmm. I think this is a really hard choice I'm gonna go ahead and go with Texas IndyCar the reason why oh, really it I think the racing for Texas was above average especially for IndyCar we saw a very good race the finish and obviously races aren't all about the finishes True. but that was a good race with a really amazing finish that I mean it's hard to top it we're gonna um, it was talk on my birth- it for years. It was on my birthday. Joseph won. Mm-hmm. My honorable mention is going to be the Coca-Cola 600 because I think that race was kind of my baby this year. I predicted that it was going to be well-received. Um, that was your bold prediction for the year that it, the 600 would be good. It was. So, um, But I think I have to give it to Texas IndyCar. Just the finish kind of – the finish, like, that's not why because the race was good, right? Um, but it, like – that sealed it for me. So, Alex, what right. is your race of the year? My race of the year is Iowa Speedway number one at IndyCar. I knew it was going to be one of the ones that you were at. <laughs> yeah. Um, Iowa Speedway won. This was my favorite race of the year, obviously, point of the award. But I, we were there. You and I were both there together. And we saw Joseph win. Um, that's very special to me. And I was honestly been to a handful of IndyCar races in person. That was probably the best one I've seen in person as well. Yeah. And Jimmy Johnson, that was his my first time seeing him race in an IndyCar as well in person. That was awesome. Just there was so much racing going on. There were side by side, tons of there were multiple racing grooves. Um, Texas is a great choice. Um, Kansas one was my favorite of the Na- on the NASCAR side, probably because I was there. 
Um, Homestead was really good. Petite Lama, I'd put up there as well. We got, all the nominees are really good. Yeah. But Iowa won. That that day, Iowa won. It's going to be really special to me forever, for sure. So, oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely makes sense. All right. So, our next category is Rivalry of the Year. This one's a little spicy, ain't it? Um, We love it when... Little drama here. We... we <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading the thing I put, and I'm trying to think about how I should actually read it. Big moment. Are you I'll gonna, put... Hold on. Are you going to announce... Are you gonna read it? Sorry, I'm. I gotta change. There. He was go. given the wrong card, like Steve Harvey was. We fixed it beforehand. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. I have made a mistake. <laughs> All right, rivalry of the year. The nominees are Chase Elliott versus Kyle Larson. Joseph Newgarden versus Roman Grosjean. So I should have said it like Kevin Lee. They <laughs> should have. Charles, Charles Leclerc versus Ferrari. Ooh. <laughs> the entire NASCAR Cup Series field versus Ross Chastain. I should have read that the other way around. But <laughs> so those are our nominees. Now, this is a hard one to pick, because if I'm honest, all of these rivalries kind of flopped, in my opinion. True. Because it's like, there was no closure to the, well, there's there's never going to be closure to Leclerc and Ferrari, but, um, I, I want to give it, oh wait, it's your first pick, go ahead. All right. So this actually, my reasoning for this has a personal connotation. If you've listened to every episode, you know what I'm about to say. Um, rivalry of the year for me goes to Joseph Newgarden versus Roman Grosjean. Uh, this was just very funny. Joseph went on a little rant on Twitter, started replying to Grosjean fans. was very funny. And at Gateway, the next race after Nashville... I went up to Roman Grosjean and I said, welcome to IndyCar. That's what Joseph said in his interview about Roman. And uh, Grosjean flipped me off. It was very fun. Rightfully so. Uh, it was a fun... <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was a, it was a funny moment. I would have flipped you off too. So, what is this twink saying to me? Like what? <laughs> I wish so, he would yeah, talk to me like that. So yeah, that is my rivalry of the year. Gosh, that's funny. Zach, yeah. what is... How about you? My rivalry of the year, um, it didn't get too heated, but it made Twitter amazing. It made, um, I think it made the drama in the regular season really fun. Chase Elliott versus Kyle Larson, because Chase Elliott, to Chase Elliott fans, is the only driver on the racetrack. So, I just, and obviously, I'm Kyle Larson, my boy. I loved. I'm doing this wrong. Sorry, I did that wrong. Um, but yeah, I um, I just think it's very funny because a lot of it was stuff that was like, what was that last thing that they got drama about? It Watkins was, Glen. No, it wasn't Watkins Glen. It was in the playoffs, wasn't it? 
Wasn't it oh. like you know what I'm talking about, right? It Maybe. was like um shoot. I'm like blanking something... on it as well. It wasn't something at the Roval, was it? Let me look it up in the doc. But but there was um Fontana where Larson basically put Chase in the wall. That was a fun time. And Watkins Glen, um, once again, Larson basically took the win from Chase Elliott. I thought this was funny all year long. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember. Did you find it? I'm looking for it. Okay. It had to have been but, after Watkins Glen, right? It I definitely think it was, was just Fontana and the Glen. Or is but... it something with Kyle Larson with somebody else? No, it was with Chase Elliott. Or was it Chase Elliott and somebody else? I don't remember. I don't remember, but this rivalry was very funny, and I think it's good for the sport, and I, I hope it, it continues. I guess it was Watkins Glen. That's so... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was very funny, though. I think this is a good pick for rivalry of the year, because this is it's basically the new era Jeff Gordon versus Jimmy Johnson, and I think that's That's good. exactly... Yep, that's exactly why I really like their rivalry, because it's something the sport needs. At the time, you know, they were the previous two champions and i and they were likely looking to fight for the championship again so them having yeah. a rivalry i think was really interesting and healthy um weirdly enough yeah. healthy so i guess yeah i guess they didn't i i'm having major mandela effect right now if you know what zach's thinking of i can't think of it let, uh, me, let us know i might have to look at my twitter but um, the other two, while you do that, Zach, the other two nominees, uh, Leclerc versus Ferrari. This one was very funny. And Leclerc's starting to fight back. If you listen to Leclerc's radio, he's like, why are we doing this? No, we're not doing that. Leclerc's starting to get fight back to Ferrari. So that's going to be fun to follow in the years to come. They probably could have made this championship a lot closer uh, if Ferrari didn't have the little goof-ups. Um, and then the entire field versus Chastain just... Hyped up all year long. Nothing ever happened, though. I think you could say Pocono happened, but yeah, um, ultimately did not matter. So I Hamlin tweeted that went taken away from him. It must yeah. have been Darlington. I tweeted on September fourth. Chase Elliott fans, and it's a video of somebody crying. <laughs> what happened at Darlington? Well, like, what? Or was it? Well, I don't... Chase, Chase, Chase wrecked at Darlington. It must uh, have been Kyle Larson's fault. Must have been Kyle Larson's fault. So. <laughs> no, or like, Briscoe no, because didn't he wreck himself? Um, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. I don't know. Someone, please let me know what I'm talking about, because I really feel like I, something. I happened. think the last time was Watkins Glen, but I, maybe there I feel was like there was else. something really recent. That's so whatever. Not important. Um. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the next category. Um. Sorry, now I'm lost in the dock. Um, all right, I'm back. Um, I don't think I really had much to say. No, I do have something to say. Um, the entire field versus Ross Chastain. No one that no one did anything about Ross Chastain. That's what really gets me. Denny Hamlin talked all this big game. He pulled a Martin Truex basically. If, if Hamlin kept his win at Pocono, and that retaliation. You know, that he, yeah, he says that was retaliation. He raced him hard at Pocono and he didn't lose a win. I would have kept Chastain out of the playoffs. So it ultimately would have been yeah. something, but it did not happen that way. But it didn't so. count since he didn't get the win. So I think in my mind, the, the retaliation is not over. 
Um, and also, he should have wrecked him at Martinsville, so whatever. Um, anyways. <laughs> he had a chance. He had a chance, and look what happened. Um, last time you let him yep. have that chance. So, rookie of the year. Obviously, um, these are rookies mostly from NASCAR and IndyCar that we think um, had the most impressive years. So, the nominees are David Malukas. Christian Lungard, Harrison Burton, Austin Sindrick, Callum Eilat. I like a lot. Oh Lord, have mercy! I let me say it again. Callum Eilat. <laughs> there you go. This this That's is enough. a hard. This is a really hard pick. Um. Yeah, I'm torn between two of them here. I feel like the one I'm about to pick is not really that impressive. Um, yeah. Um, let me go ahead and pick them. Um, yeah, I want to pick Austin Cindric. I think okay. winning the Daytona 500 is huge. I want to still is. view it as huge. And this year's Daytona 500 wasn't really that stupid either. Um, mm -hmm. I think. Was it? I don't think so. Pretty sure we had a positive reaction. I thought it was it. decent. Yeah, I think decent. him winning the Daytona 500 in his first time full time, like I mean that's his. I just think that's that's of note. My honorable mention is David Malukas because he was starting to set. I mean Indy cars on ovals, he was doing amazing. Lungard was also strong. Harrison Burton for me didn't do much, and Eilat had some good runs, but. Yeah, I want to give it to Austin Sindrick because I think winning the Daytona 500 is impressive. He did make the playoffs. He didn't make it too far. Um, but, well, he made it to, what, the round of 12. So, I mean, he made it around farther than what we thought. So He almost made the round of eight. If he didn't make that mistake on the backstretch in the, the roll bowl, yeah. he would have made the round of eight. I mean, I think it was a solid rookie season. He didn't get in trouble. Again, he won the Daytona 500. I mean, that's a, that's a huge thing. So, I'm going to give it to him. He's the only one of these five that, is... that won a race, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Correct. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, my pick is also Austin Sendrick for Rookie of the Year. Um, I thought about Malukas, but his standout race was uh, Gateway. Um, Lungard really came on strong at the end of the season in IndyCar. Callum Ayala has been really consistent. Yeah. I think Malukas, Lungard, Ayala, they're going to be really good as years go on. Um, yeah. Harrison, I don't know... What's going to happen there? I'm hoping Penske and I'm Wood concerned. Brothers keep him around. Yeah, Penske's yeah. the one team I think that they will they will keep him around because Penske's like that, you know. I think so. But it does make Look me nervous. Look at Scott McLaughlin just last year. Yeah, it yeah. makes me nervous um, because I think Harrison, I don't know. It's hard, It's a hard read with him because even in Xfinity, he didn't like the world on fire. So right. I think... It might just be Harrison's almost in the wrong generation. Like he's if he raced during his dad's time, I think he would have been just like his dad. But now you have to be so aggressive and that's not Harrison. I mean, Jeff did not yeah. teach him to drive like that. So it's just like whatever. True. Um, that's a really good point, Zach. Yeah. But Austin Cendrick, you you got all the main points there. He won yeah. the Daytona five hundred. I mean he if, he really kicked off the year of Team Penske. I mean, I know Logano won the LA Coliseum, but um, Cendric really kicked off this year for Team Penske that I was hyping up in January, a month prior before that. So, 
Yeah. And by the way, I think in regular points, he was like just outside the top 10. And for a rookie nowadays, that's really impressive. Yeah, with the parity this year, that's really impressive. Um, David Malukas, I think if he like wins Gateway, I think that's enough to make mm-hmm. me pick him. Because Gateway was, again, a very strong showing. That's why he's my honorable mention. But was. again, Austin Cindric was the one that won a race. And it was the biggest race he could win. So I, you, you have to yep. give it to him. And I mean... Especially for the race team he drives for, Roger Penske loves big trophies, so yeah. it's a big deal. I and I didn't want to, sure. I didn't want to understate how big of a deal that was. So, yeah. All right. So we're about I halfway. Say one, yeah. Go ahead. We'll say one more thing. Um, I think all of these guys, minus maybe Harrison, yeah, all get a win next year. Oh yeah. I ain't predicting that, but I think it's a possibility. I agree, one hundred percent. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we're going to get through the last half of our awards. All right, we are back at the Gay Racing Podcast Awards. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the halftime performance by Shawn Mendes. Um, <laughs> we need musical get. We can get yeah. Jackson. He did the it NBC was, intro. It was great. We can get Jackson on. Yeah, Jackson. Jackson, do you want to come do the... What is he? Do you want to come do our intro? Next How year? does that song go? One for the money and two for the soul. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm oh cringe. God. I'm so, so cringe today. My cringe has never been this high. Gosh. We have five more awards to go. Our last awards, our biggest awards, Slay of the Year. Look forward to that. That is coming up. That's the biggest trophy. First, though. <laughs> Zach, which it is the biggest trophy. It's like it's not just a little coffee cup. It's the whole coffee maker, the whole tea maker. Tea. I'm about to say, what the hell? I, are you talking I about? said coffee. Tea. Yeah. It's the whole, the whole kettle. The kettle. Anyway. Yes, that's the word I was trying to You're say. You're welcome. You should have played enough Animal Crossing to know what it's called, but that's none of my business. Um, <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've ever said. I just dropped a tennis ball. Um, so driver of the year. Um, obviously the driver that we thought was the most successful, most standout, however we wanted to define it. The nominees are Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Max Verstappen, Will Power, Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin. And Ross Chastain. Those are your nominees. So, that's what? Six so drivers? True. Seven? Seven. Wow. Seven drivers. Yeah. Well, this I know a, who I'm not giving it to. Stacked. <laughs> stacked with some a-holes, man. <laughs> this is a stacked lineup. <laughs> some of y'all oh, really man. hate at least half of these people. Like, at least. <laughs> they do. Gosh. <laughs> Anyways. Um, who goes first here? You. Because I, I haven't decided first. yet. So, <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. So, my driver of the year may be a surprise to some of you, but maybe not. I'm going to give it to Will Power. Wow. That's a good, that's a good one. Uh, Will Power finished fourth, and ne- fourth or better in nearly every single race this year. He only won one race. Just consistent i mean new garden and mclaughlin they had the wins 
willpower, man. Consistency was key in the IndyCar Championship this year. And we haven't seen that from Will Power in a couple of years. It's like a resurgence of his career, to be honest. And he finally it's very gets a second impressive championship. At his age. It is. It's just very impressive for him to come out and, frankly, I mean, he dominated the point standings. I mean, he consistently just finished so high. It's like, how do you compete with it? His teammates who were winning races couldn't compete with it. So it was very right. impressive um, by Will. Um, so that's a really good pick. Obviously, he's a champion. Now. Thank you. My pick, and this might be a little controversial, Ooh. who has been in our, or rather, I'm not going to ask this, but this driver has been in our mouths. Oh, gosh. Huh? <laughs> oh, my God. Classic gay racing podcast oh, moment. My yes. God. <laughs> Would you like to finish your sentence, Zach? No, I don't need to finish anything. Anyway. Oh, my God. Larry, we try that Boy. sentence again. Oh. In our conversation. Whose name has been in our mouths the most this year in NASCAR? Who's, who has been making the headlines? Who has been... um? messing with the other drivers who has been making these outstanding moments that make us talk about them on the podcast i have to say it's ross chastain for multiple wow. reasons because you can contribute it to the shock factor you can contribute it to his willingness to do anything and it's not just the martinsville thing it's the indie it's the uh indianapolis um the shortcut he tried to take, the Coda win and that whole finish, the execution of that, Talladega when he just stuck it to the bottom and it worked, um, the fact that he finished second in the championship um, with basically a brand new mm -hmm. team-ish, I just think all of that combined is very impressive. Com and it like, is. But it's not, again, it's not just his team and it's not just his performance. It is the fact that he had a performance like this while making headlines, while making news, while making drivers mad, while having a rough patch mm. in the season. Who didn't? I mean, who didn't? Even Logano had a rough patch. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everyone yeah. did. So I think in all, you know, all of the IndyCar guys, very impressive. Um, but Joseph and Scott, they they should have won the championship. Joseph should have won the championship. He didn't. He failed to execute. Um, Ross Chastain shouldn't have won the championship, though. But he almost did. That's the thing. That's the difference. Um, right. No one cares about Max Verstappen. Chase Elliott, I think, just flopped at the end of the year for me. Joey Logano is my honorable mention because... Phoenix was impressive. I mean, that was the most impressive championship race that we've seen in NASCAR. Or one of the most. Um, and all of the big races that he's won this year. So, well, kind of. So, yeah. I gotta give it to Ross Chastain. Because <laughs> his name has been in our mouths all year long. So. Right. That is it. I do like watermelon. I like having that in my mouth. Yes. Anyway. I do. Anyways, um, sorry y'all had to hear that. 
God, our podcast is going to be like mature rated by the end of the <laughs> by the end of the year. Um, Lord. <laughs> Next one, go for it. Series of the year. Um, so the the racing, what's it called? The yeah, the racing series that we thought was the best this year. All right. Um, <clears throat> the nominees are NASCAR. IndyCar, IMSA, those are your nominees. If anyone needs someone to voice over for the awards season coming up, call Zach. Or like, I could do driver intros. That was amazing. I could do driver intros. You could. That's my new job. I might do that over the summer, eventually, just like work at a track. I might. I want to have, that sounds fun. Anyways, um... So, this is actually a hard pick for me. Um, I know what I'm picking. I, and I called the NASCAR season mid last week, so how do I even, how do I even? Are you about to give it to NASCAR that you called their season mid? <laughs> is that what you're about to do? I well, mean. I'll go first. I You go first. Nice series of the year is IndyCar. Nice series of the year is IndyCar, without a doubt. Every race was good, yeah. minus, like, Nashville. Like, there were some, like, okay races, but this was excellent season. Yeah. And my favorite team, T. Pinsky, I mean, yeah, they won one, one half the races, but just there's so much com- competitiveness in IndyCar right now is just next level. You have McLaren stepping up to go equal, I would say, with Andretti and Pinsky and... Ganassi, they took a step down this year, but they were still there. I don't think they want to be equal with Andretti. (laughs) I would say they joined the big four. But yeah, I know. know, I'm just giving you. Rather than a big three, it's a big four. I'm giving you a lot of time. Um, I know you are. So, I I was kind of BSing. I'm not picking NASCAR. IndyCar, I mean, what were the controversies in IndyCar this year? Like, most of it was on-track drama. You know, Nashville being silly, stuff about, like, the TV, or or kind of the TV deal, but, like, the scheduling. It's, like, usual stuff, right? NASCAR, the controversy is, these drivers are getting concussions. Um, The cars are catching on fire for no reason. We still can barely have a race without 16 cautions. They can't pass at Martinsville anymore. Like, it goes back to stuff I said last week where it was kind of mid because there were so many issues, especially kind of at once. The offici- Oh my god, I didn't even mention the officiating in NASCAR. Like, in yeah. NASCAR failed in a lot of aspects. Failed is a strong word, but they failed in a few aspects this year. I think driver safety is not acceptable. I think um, the officiating was not acceptable. Um, there are a lot of races that weren't acceptable. IndyCar had a clean season, a competitive season. The championship went down to the final race. Um, the Indy 500 was a good finish, good race all around. I mean, that's their big show. Um, good finishes at Texas. Gateway was a stunner. Iowa was a great weekend. I mean, Iowa was a great weekend. I mean, that I they deserve, I don't think they're going to get a reward, but the Iowa weekend was a great, um, great event. So, yeah, I right. mean, you have to give it to IndyCar. IMSA. I mean, I didn't follow IMSA too much, but they had some great races, as always. Great championship battles. I'd say IMSA, yes. 
Obviously, they don't have playoffs, yet they consistently have great championship battles year after year after year. I think that says something. You don't need playoffs. Um, but they also only have like 12 races, but still. Um, so, I yeah, I think IndyCar definitely deserves it. Emza, I mean, NASCAR has reasons you could consider because, you know, all the different winners we had, the parody was awesome. Um, the racing on mile and a half was awesome. The moments we had with Ross Chastain and Martinsville, but it's just too many issues for me. So, yeah. So, okay. Alex, this next one. Um, I'm going I'm to go let it... I can't talk. I'm going to go ahead and let you read that one. Since we don't have nominees. So this one... <laughs> there are no nominees for this one. Uh, your favorite moment in motorsports in 2022. Uh, we asked you on Twitter... What some of your favorite moments were. Um, some that we got. A lav, Seth Lav on Twitter said the Coca Cola 600. So they would have spoke 600 earlier. Um, they were at that race in person. Oh, that's good. It looks like. So, yeah. Um, Levy Neptune, Levi Neptune. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, they sent a gif of the Ross Chastain move in Martinsville. Makes sense. Um, our friend Kyle, um, they put uh, Kyle Bush's only win because they are a Kyle Bush fan. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they said, man, I have so little to pick from this year. So Dirt Bristol. Dirt Bristol was a great so, finish. That was a good race. Or no, it wasn't a good was. finish. <laughs> and then one more here. Uh, Dylan McCollum said that they he took off the, the Memorial Day. So the Indy 500 and Coke 600 double. They had two votes for Coke 600 in there. Uh, Zach, what was your favorite moment? Favorite moment of the year. Um, Obviously, the entire Iowa weekend with you, although that's more than a moment. But um, I think watching Joseph win um, in, like, dominating fashion, that was a great moment. Um, I also, all of the moments, this also involves you. Those moments where I had to call you after IndyCart, Texas. Oh my, I'm sorry. I just hit my microphone. Sorry, listeners. Um, but, um, IndyCart, Texas, um, what's it called? Uh, Dirt Bristol, that finish, Coda, NASCAR, Ross Chastain and Martinsville. Those moments. You had to FaceTime me several times just to freak it's, out together. It's the yeah. moments where I just could not contain my excitement. And that it's like that's the reason we as humans watch sports, you know. Um right. I got reminded why I watch sports this year. And you know, mm. I think my favorite uh, my favorite moment almost might go back to that my favorite race of the year, Texas. That it was my birthday. Mm. It was my birthday, dude. Like right. it, it was just incredible that was a great i mean that might be the best thing joseph newgarden will ever do like that was an insane move so um but yeah i just listed all my moments um if i had to give it to one it's texas nd car that finish that was great. right yep my favorite my favorite moment of motorsport moment of the year was it was iowa that was also my race of the year just like yours was with texas um being able to see joseph win with you like I met you because we were both Joseph fans, yeah. right? And that was a special moment. So, I, yeah, that was a really cool moment for me. Yeah. Just that whole weekend, like you said. It Gwen was more Stefani. Than it was awesome. Gwen Stefani. Lord. Yeah. Just oh, saying. man. They should have gotten someone better to perform at Phoenix. But anyways. Um, all right. So it's time for our yeah. two biggest reward rewards. Awards of the season. Of the season. Of the show. I can't talk. 
Yes. Yo, I talk for my career. I can't. <laughs> Anyways. Listen, Zach, we are almost done for the season. <laughs> We're getting close. You can rest up your voice. Oh, my gosh. Come up with more words next season. It's not even my voice close. at this point. It's just my brain. Um, So, flop of the year. Flop of the year. This is going to be a big one. We have a lot of nominees for this. All right? We do. Are you ready? I'm ready. The nominees are <clears throat> Gen 7 Safety for the NASCAR car. JGR losing Kyle Busch. NASCAR on Fox Sports. Scuderia Ferrari. All NASCAR events at Texas Motor Speedway. Or at least the Cup Series. Especially the All-Star. Nope, actually, nope, all of them. All of them were equally bad. They were both terrible. The Gay Racing Podcast Fantasy Picks of Zach. Those are our nominees for Flop of the Year. Honestly, I kind just of deserve wanna, it my for my fantasy picks, but I'm not going to pick it. I deserve it. Though. Just want to say, Zach, Zach is who added his own fantasy picks on there. I did not write that. Why are just you making that clear? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I should gaslight you right now. Trying no? to frame me. Wow. Um, no, I. Uh, that's minus three points for insulting me. So now I win the NASCAR chant. No. Um. Yeah, I dropped the ball. That was a big mm-hmm. flop. Um, actual flop. I mean, a lot of these are huge flops. They're huge. All of these are huge and unacceptable. Like, <laughs> I don't. How do I pick one? Major. Is it even my turn? I'm gonna pick first. Um, yeah, it's your turn. The most important thing to me is driver safety. I feel like Gen Seven safety is almost unacceptable just because the excuses don't really matter. They don't really mm-hmm. matter to me. Um, and like other stuff, like yeah, JGR let Kyle Busch go you'll be okay you're putting your grandson in anyways fox sports y'all are they're borderline unacceptable tv coverage to be honest though like that's a fair pick i think i would also want to pick that ferrari they just suck that's normal though texas motor speedway we don't need to be going there anymore so like texas fox sports and gen 7 is my top three i have to pick gen 7 safety though because we just can't having we cannot have kurt bush kind of have a career ending concussion this is ridiculous. Yep. Um, we can't have that. And something needs to change. My flop of the year is also Gen 7 safety. And Zach said it. I mean, you cannot... We had three guys out with, like, just issues with this car. We had Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, and Cody Ware all out either yeah. with concussion or injury. Almost Tyler Reddick. And who like knows anybody else who had yeah. symptoms? Like... It's just sad, and it's, I almost wish this wasn't a topic, because I think it would have been fun to go in on Fox Sports. I mean, we can still go on Fo- We're going to go in on some other ones. Oh, they I'm going it. to. They deserve it, yeah. I'm going to go in on Fox Sports. This is probably the most stacked category. This is the most stacked category. It is. I Fox Sports, I'm going to go on in on them in a second, but you, bad coverage, whatever, that's whatever, but we're talking yeah. about Gen 7. The safety. There's people's lives that are impacted. Yeah, like Kurt that's Bush the big picture. His career earlier than he wanted to. Like that's a flop. Like you can't do that. Like that. And hopefully NASCAR they do make improvements to this car next year. And 
We'll see. I I don't know if they will or not. But all the excuses. Because that's going to be a lot to do. I was tired of the excuses. Like, oh, well, you know, COVID. Way too many excuses. No. Tell that to Kurt Busch. The car got delayed by a whole year because of COVID. Yeah, tell that to Kurt Busch. He had a whole other extra year. Yeah, like, whatever. Um, I think Joe Gibbs letting Kyle Busch go, I mean, who knows? It might be for the better. Like, what if Ty Gibbs has a hot streak? What if Kyle Busch has, like, fallen off? You know? And also, it's like, I mean, that's expensive. Kyle Busch is expensive. There's reasoning why I can just be like, okay, fair enough. He didn't want to keep Kyle Busch. Whatever. Um, Mm. Fox Sports. Let's go ahead and talk about Fox Sports right now. Because it's the entire thing. It's the presentation. It's the how they treat NASCAR. Like, NBC does a really good job of treating NASCAR like the sport it is. Getting down to the analysis from a driver standpoint, from a crew chief standpoint, from a technical standpoint. Um, Like... Always talking about, especially in the playoffs, the mentality of the drivers, what they need to do in this situation, what's going to happen. Like, they hit it. They Especially, I feel like this year, NBC did a really good job of just making yep. these races feel like races, okay? Fox Sports is fully focused on entertainment, and it's very obvious, and they do not show you the right things. They will miss things. They don't have any helpful data the comic book portraits look stupid and they are harmful to the image of the sport because if someone's tuning into NASCAR, they're probably confused why there's comic book silly portraits of what should be a serious sport. Like, it just... You need to take NASCAR seriously if you want people to watch it, okay? Because NASCAR is already a joke to many people in America. So, you have to take it seriously as the broadcaster. Fox Sports... Does not do that. All the, the days where Clint Boyer didn't take his medicine. Like, I, I, I probably shouldn't make that joke, but I take medicine. Um, But, yeah, I just, it's ridiculous. Some other things on Fox Sports, they, have, they zoom in way too far in on the cameras. You can't see anything. They initially miss Harrison Burton's flip at the 2500. How do you miss a flip? They missed flipping the truck race at Knoxville. It not get a replay of that by the way there was no flip of that they must be officiating the races too (laughs) that's like i believe it was uh richmond the race you were at in person uh clint boyer was unhinged he was crazy they no that was unacceptable how boyer was sometimes this year it was just a joke their coverage was just joke for most of the season and I said on this podcast, I hope the NASCAR doesn't bring them back uh, with this next TV contract coming up. And I don't know. It, if NASCAR didn't have a car that had safety issues, Fox Sports would get flop of the year. Hands down. Oh, yeah. Like in any other year in a, with a car that... We had to deal you with know, them for 18 wasn't weeks. dangerous? We had to deal with them for 18 weeks. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. We were sick of it. The commercials, the missing of, like, important stuff, like, the camera direction, like, it just made no sense ever. Like, we had a Fox segment every week where I basically, we, not just me, but we both just ranted about them, about yeah. how awful their coverage is. And they and had good moments with, like, Chad under- Canals, but, like, that's just because he's Chad yeah. Canals. Like, you know. Like, I... I love the guest drivers they had in the there. The personnel like, they have is the best part. It was great. 
The personnel they have yeah. is the best part, honestly. Mike Joy and I've, even Clint Boyer on some you weeks could, is great. You could fix this problem if they have Clint Boyer do the same role Rutledge Wood does at NBC and put Larry Mack or Jamie McMurray in the booth instead. The I think booth that would should be Mike Joy, Larry, and Jamie. The problems. It should be Mike, Larry, and Jamie. Easy. Like, that's the easiest fix yep. ever. Like, I just don't understand what the... And if Larry doesn't want to travel... How much money you got? Oh, I guess Chad works at Hendrix, so I guess he's busy. But Larry, Larry has said he wants to do it. He wants to start Larry traveling. Said he would again. love to do it again. All right. Well, he said he would love to do it again. All right. Then. So well, there's nothing stopping him. I don't. Yeah, I don't um, see what's stopping him. So little touches on other things. A Ferrari. That that's just laughable. Um, they cost Charles like how many wins this year? Probably a championship. Um, I mean. <laughs> Probably close. The, I don't know if he could have won the championship with a perfect season, but like they, he could have at least like put. They definitely on cost Max. him for a while. How does Max mess up when there's right. no pressure on him from Ferrari? So like whatever. Um, yeah. Um, and then Texas Motor Speedway had two the worst two cup races, cup events. Those two races are last and one above last on Jeff Gluck's good race poll. In and terms like, of there's like probably, all-time rating. There's probably a gap. A little bit of a gap. Like for this season, there's a gap, at least. Like, I mean that's inexcusable. Like they weren't really races, were they? You know? No. I mean Well, in the All Star race, they had the whole debacle with Blaney's uh window net. Yeah. And then they almost took that win away from Blaney because the caution came out just before the checkered flag. That's stupid. They had rule. that weird rule. Yeah that no one talked about and i don't know they need to blow up texas and just redo it i i understand indycar has a good product there now because they you know they had to spend hours doing a specific practice session to bring in a lane because they doused the nascar doused the track with pj1 stuff and indycar found out a way to make it work whatever they need to blow it up and just do something different the show's over I don't... Yeah, and thank God they only have one race next year. Right. Thank God. Yeah, because North Wilkesboro is replacing the All Star race. And listen, I know the short track product ain't good right now. Hopefully, it's better next year. Because NASCAR said they're looking at making changes. North Wilkesboro, even if it's the current package, it'll be better than the Texas All Star race this year. Easy. And then the playoff Texas race, middle of the playoffs, it's just a disaster. Cars are wrecking every 10, 20 laps, and no one's passing. Terrible. Yeah. Awful. Um, Sax Fantasy Picks, I gotta say, you're being a little hard on yourself. I just like be, a lot of it. IndyCar IndyCar was a lot of unlucky stuff. Well, yeah. Like, and it just kept adding up. And then NASCAR was just like, I think I was just overthinking my picks in the last few weeks. Like, just pick. Yeah. Like if you had I, the lead, if from I wasn't like Atlanta, thinking, the if NBC I, portion of the season, like if I wasn't thinking about defending against you, I probably would have just picked Joey Logano. Like, mm. I mean, whatever. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead, go to our biggest award, Slay of the Year. All right, and we this is also a stacked category. All right. <clears throat> the nominees are. Ross Chastain's final lap move at Martinsville. 
Team Penske. Steve Latart on NBC. Colton Herta's save at the IMS road course. In the rain. Gen 7 racing on mile and a half tracks. NASCAR having a clean super speedway race. For once. Shocked. I'm shocked. Martin Truex Jr.'s NBC portrait. Where he is absolutely slaying in that Bass Pro Shops hat. Love that for him. He was. Congratulations, Martin. He could he could yeah. not make it to the nominees. It's like not including it, it like just... Overwatch on no, that doesn't never mind. It's like not including a Taylor Swift album on like nominees for album of the year. Like Oh, okay. That's what I right. sorry. No one knows what Overwatch is. Um but yeah, like Martin I said Martin said I wish y'all could have saw what Alex just did. No, they all they must have got him on like the makeup picture day. And the guy taking the picture Something. didn't know that everyone was like facing forward, looking serious, and Martin just got told to look. I want to Photoshop so that image where he's got like done eyebrows and like lipstick and like hoop earrings. Like I just think he's oh, so cute, ears. Martin. Why are you looking at me like that for, bestie? All right, so for real, oh our nominees gosh. again. This is very stacked. Um, do you want to pick first, yeah. Alex? Go ahead. I already have mine. Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't. I know what I'm gonna pick. Let's surprise people. Um, I'm going to pick Slay of the Year is Steve Letarte at NBC. I thought you was about to pick um, Team Penske. I'm like, that's not a surprise, Alex. <laughs> you should have. No, you should have. You're like, this might surprise people, but I'm going to pick Team Penske. <laughs> that would have been so surprising. I would have started. I would have uh, died. No. That's a good Steve answer. Letarte had a, it, Steve Letarte had a breakout year at NBC this year. The... NBC's first race of the year at Nashville, he popped off and they brought out that graphic of the car and they explained how these loose wheels are happening and the whole tires just falling off this year. Another weird Gen 7 thing. And pretty much every single race, Steve Letarte was just giving fantastic analysis and it, it made the NBC broadcast he, the best they've ever been. He took they advantage. Came back in 2015. He took advantage of the new car. Like, he took advantage he of did. having this new car, still being questions about it to the viewers, and made as many questions answered as he could. And he did a fantastic job at it. So I think that's why... That's a really good pick, Alex. That's a really good pick. Um, yeah, I, I think Steve deserves the respect for that. Because... When when NBC came back in 2015, I don't think people really appreciated Steve as much. But now that he's really gotten into it, I think he's the best analyst NASCAR has on television right now. Like, he's that good right now. That's fair, because, like, the only ones that could maybe compete... But, like, even Chad Canals doesn't... I mean, Fox doesn't really give him the resources. Like, that's... Well, it, it Larry, is also... even Larry, they don't. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, because like that also like NBC enabled Steve Letarte to do that with the resources they give him. 
So, yep. um, but yeah, I mean, Steve Latar is very, very underrated. Um, I mean, him joining sure. the booth as like a fresh crew chief right out of the career. I mean, that that's so valuable and he's still fresh and he's still, you know, giving us really good information. Even with this new car that he's never worked on. I just, it's so impressive. My pick. Um, this might not be surprising. It's gotta be Ross okay. Chastain and Martinsville. I'm never going to forget that. I'm never going to see that again. Right. I, good pick. I, yeah, it's, it's like, I think it's the obvious pick, but it's obvious for a reason. It's stuff like that, that it's why I watch sports to see stuff live that I might never see again. I just think that's so cool. It's something that right. left the, the realm of NASCAR. And I mean, someone at my work was like, did you, did you see that NASCAR finish? I'm like, Oh yeah, duh. Like that's a big deal. It's a big sleigh for NASCAR. I mean, it got them on how many TikTok TikTok for you pages. I mean, I True. think it's such a monumental moment. I can't not give it to it. Um, That's I'm so fair. glad it happened. I hope it doesn't happen again. And I don't. I won't be sad if it doesn't happen again. You know. I mean, I just that yeah. was so cool. That was so cool. Um, it's a once. It's something that needs to happen just once. It's like. It's similar to kind of when I saw Carl Edwards flip at Talladega because I'm like, I never saw that before. Then I saw it a few right. more times. <laughs> and that yeah, point, I'm yeah. like, this is stupid. Uh, and obviously, it was, da- I mean, I was nine years old when I saw it happen, mind you. So I'm like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like, I th- that was the wildest right, thing right. I ever saw in NASCAR. You know, that's been topped by mm-hmm. what Ross Chastain did. Right, and I can't think of any. I can't think of anything else that kind of like gets to that level. You know, like is there anything like? I mean, I not know. really. In just the context of him making it to the championship, it was just awesome. So, um, yeah, I gotta so, go with that. Easy. Uh, to touch on some of our other nominees here, Team Penske, they did win half the IndyCar season. They won the Daytona 500. They won the LA Coliseum. And they started and finished uh, wins in the NASCAR season with LA and Phoenix. They and won even, the NASCAR championship. Even Daytona, too. I mean, Daytona counts, too. If, yeah. like, you count points races. And and they... They won the All-Star race. They swept. They did win, they <laughs> the did win that, Big deal. <laughs> and... They won they, the inaugural race at Gateway. <laughs> they did. And <laughs> they swept the NASCAR IndyCar championships for the first time. I That's really impressive. I think if they would have won the Indy 500 as well, I think I probably would have given it to them. Because, I mean, I talk about them a lot, obviously. But I I feel like Steve Letarte's impact at NBC just really trumps that. Like, overall. Yeah, no, I agree. Slay of the like, year. Yeah. But, I mean, they they can they can have a year like this next year too. Easy. I mean, yeah, like the, that's what I mean. Like if it can Steve line Latar up, really broke out this if year. If it can line up, game. yeah, that way. I mean, they need to win that Indy Five Hundred though. They do. There's no reason they shouldn't be winning. Yeah, it. like like that, that's just kind of glaring, you know, from this year. You can't ignore like, it. Where's the Indy Five Hundred? Where is the Indy Five? I've been I have been asking that. Yep. 
So if they would have won the Indy 500, I would say Team Penske Slay of the Year. Yeah. They won half the IndyCar season. They won a NASCAR championship. They won the IndyCar championship. No Indy 500 though. No Slay of the Year. I Sorry. think I think Herto's save at the Indy GP is like save of the year. Maybe best save I've ever seen. I mean that's. So... That was it's, very impressive. It was amazing. That was some... Remember, have you seen all those saves that Jamie McMurray did, like, in a cup car? I have not. Back in the day no. Like, in the 26 car, especially. There, he made a lot that, of like wild Like a video saves. or something? I, there was a video I saw or something. He's just made... It was like a video huh. of, like, best saves at NASCAR, and McMurray was, like, the first five clips. I'm like, he made a lot of saves, oh, especially wow. at Super Speedways, yeah. Oh. Um, but, but, I mean, I'll it wasn't on that up. level. It wasn't on the level of Colton Herta. Like... You know, that was just really right, right. it's in the rain, the wet, like that's just incredible. Um I think Gen seven racing on mile and a half being cool gets a little overshadowed by the fact that there was um a counter a counterbalance to that with the short track package. Um NASCAR having a clean race at Talladega in the fall was awesome. I think that was a really Honestly, that could have been one of the race of the year nominees just for what it kind of did for the narrative for NASCAR just in terms of recovery. But then they went to the Roval and had dumb mm-hmm. stuff happen again. So it didn't really matter. Um, yeah. If someone wants to Photoshop Martin Truex Jr.'s NBC portrait, I will. I don't know. I'll get you a Christmas present. Nice. Like I might buy you a coffee or something. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be awesome. Like make him look like make him slay. Before I do He it already myself. slays. No, but make him like slay like slay. Like he's got a slay. Slay. He's gotta look gotcha. the slay. Like he already looks he's ready to slay. He's gotta look like he's I, let me shut up. Anyways. Like like, like like the nails emoji. The nails. He, he needs, needs nails, to ready. makeup, eyelashes, the whole thing. Blush, makeup, right. all of it. Hoops. All right, y'all. So that is our awards episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that's really it. Obviously, no fantasy picks to make. Um, we're going to Abu Dhabi for a Formula One. Are are we? We're not gonna have an episode next week, are we? Or are we? Um, I wasn't planning on it because you told me the other day you didn't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> you um, want to take a week off? Well, because we're unless... gonna, we were gonna take a break for yeah. uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, we broke off from classes and everything, so... Yeah. And, like, if something insane happens at Abu Dhabi, we could just do a bonus episode for it, honestly. Yeah. Because um, next episode is number 100. So we have a lot of stuff planned, so it probably it won't be next week. Um, So there'll be a bonus episode if something crazy happens at Abu Dhabi. But, um, yeah. Y'all have fun waking up early. So... Ep 100, that'll happen at some point. Don't know when exactly. Probably a couple weeks. Yeah. You'll subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, and you'll know when it comes out. Like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Yep, and that segment is sponsored by Tesla. (laughs) That's a joke for legal purposes. Um, Anyways. Yeah, so... I hope y'all are having good. Enjoy um, or stay warm. Number one. Um, if anyone's getting a break for Thanksgiving week, enjoy it. I know I will. And um, yeah, we will see you guys for 